brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. Africa stands against the diabolical document, Fiducia Supplicans. That has been our refrain for those of us on the law of God side of the debate for, well, pretty much since a couple of days after the document was issued when the first rumblings from Africa were that the bishops were categorically rejecting it. Africa stands with the church and with the church's timeless teachings. It is my unfortunate duty and responsibility today to inform you that Africa no longer is united against Fiducia supplicants. South Africa has decided to implement the satanic blessings that are outlined in that evil document. The South African bishops stand against Cardinal Burke, the wise prelates of Poland who stand with the church as opposed to the modernist ones in Poland who stand against her. They stand, the South African bishops stand against Cardinal Mueller, Archbishop Vigano, and any other good bishop you care to name. All of the better bishops in the church are united on this issue against the document that Francis and Fernandez have imposed on the church. Going now on two months since its implementation, we're about six and a half, seven weeks since it was implemented, and it still is making the news. This may be the most important document issued by the Vatican since Humanae Vitae, but is, unlike that document, not an attempt to uphold church teaching on such critically important matters. South Africa has broken from the rest of the bishops of Africa. Africa is no longer united against this creeping ideology from the West coming through Rome. So our story comes today from LifeSite. Headline, South African bishops to offer James Martin blessings, quote, with prudence. Cardinal Stephen Breslin acknowledged that the bishop's stance was a, quote, slightly different stand from the rest of Africa. Slightly different stand from the rest of Africa. Now, that's an interesting way of saying that they are doing the opposite of what the bishops of Africa are doing. Now, you're not going to hear a ringing endorsement in this from the South African bishops for James Martin's position or for the more modernist bishops in the church who are interpreting this in the James Martin way. You're not going to hear that. Instead, you're going to hear a different way of looking at this. And this is what I call the hermeneutic of coping. The hermeneutic of cope is where this document is read and a lot is read into it. In that same way, when you see a Protestant using sola scriptura, and then they just read all sorts of weird things into scripture that aren't there, so that they can then have their own personal papal magisterium of themselves be the guiding stone for what scripture says. They can find anything they want doing that. And you have seen, you see something similar here with what the South African bishops are doing, unfortunately. They are essentially trying to make the document sound Catholic. And if you've read the document, I have, as have pretty much anybody who took a real interest in this statement at this point, the document's not Catholic. It's something else. It's at best secular, if not something entirely worse than that. But here's what LifeSite has to say on the issue. Quote, An emerging split is appearing in Africa as the Southern African Bishops' Conference rejected the continent's leading prelate and stated that it will implement blessings for James Martin couples, quote, with prudence. 
In a statement issued January 30th, the bishops from South Africa announced briefly that they had decided that, quote, the stipulations of the, of the declaration, fiducia supplicans, be implemented with prudence. The bishop's statement came at the conclusion of their plenary meeting, during which they discussed topics related to, quote, synodality, their national elections, the Vatican's December 18th text, fiducia supplicans. In full, their brief statement read, Regarding the Vatican document on blessings of persons in irregular unions, fiducia supplicants, the bishops agreed that the stipulations of the declarations be implemented with prudence. In a video-recorded press conference, the National Bishops' Conference spokesman Cardinal Stephen Breslin acknowledged that the bishops' stance was a, quote, slightly different stand from the rest of Africa, saying it was due, quote, ultimately to the fact that, quote, it's up to the local bishop to see how to implement this. This is quite clear because it's a pastoral issue, not a doctrinal issue. It's certainly not a criticism of them, Breslin said, about the different stance taken by the African bishops opposing fiducia supplicants, adding that, quote, they must just see and assess their own particular situations. Continuing, we bet South African Bishops' Conference pre uh, President Bishop Sitembele Sipuka noted that, quote, James Martin pairings are, quote, not in accordance with the will of God, and, quote, Yet the Cardinal, Breslin, has said even people who have deviated or are deviating from the will of God are not excluded from the blessings of God, especially if they spontaneously ask for this blessing. Giving it brings a sense of hope, you know, that these people may eventually repent. Sapuka continued by saying that individuals find, quote, different ways to God. Maybe you go this way or that way, and that it was, quote, with that desire that the the Bishops' Conference had decided to move forward with implementing fiducia supplicants. Breslin added that there is currently, quote, an opportunity to us all to realize that we are all meant to live chaste lives, and that, quote, any couple that comes, our prayer is obviously that they will live chaste lives. Chastity means that you live your matters of the flesh according to particular status in life, Breslin said. The difficulty the church has in this, he continued, is not that it's somebody is of the James Martin type, and it's not even that they live together. It's their James Martin expression, which is not in accordance with God's will. So I think the prayer is always for people to live a chaste life. And in talking about the James Martin crowd or other people in regular situations, it is actually a challenge to all of us to make sure that we do live chaste lives, Breslin said. End quote. And that, folks, is the hermeneutic of coping on full display. You see, nowhere in that document does it require repentance to receive the blessing. Nowhere in the document is the concept of repentance even being discussed, where people are, will be expected to leave their past sinful lives behind. The church cannot bless sin. Yet the instruction is to bless couples that violate the morality of the church, but not the union that defines them as a couple. That makes no sense on its face, and here we have the South African bishops trying to make it make sense for the rest of us. But now it's not the entire continent of Africa standing in solidarity against this ideological encroachment from the West coming by way of Rome. South Africa has defected to the sight of those who would impose cultural norms from the West onto Africa. Now they have a foothold in Africa, and their ideology will absolutely spread throughout the continent from there. Of course, America Magazine is celebrating all this with this headline. Many African bishops rejected James Martin blessings. South Africa is taking a different stand. It's really weird to see South Africa getting praised in any kind of Catholic media. They haven't been in the media internationally for anything good in a very, very long time. If you're familiar with some of the things going on in that country over the last decade, you'll understand why my skepticism is so pronounced here. But, you know, they're talking about this being them taking a stand as if the, South, the rest of the bishops of Africa are being unjust in their declaration. I want you to think about that for a second. Taking the church's position on something is the unjust position now. 
because nothing in that document is a Catholic position. Well, here let's here let's actually take a look at this because you're going to see something funny here. They reiterate most of what I read to you from LifeSite, but then we get this. What LifeSite seemed to have left out of their article was a admonition from the bishops of South Africa not to pay attention to social media. That's interesting, isn't it? See, the South African bishops don't want you to watch channels like this one. So make sure you send this video to friends that you might have in South Africa. It'd be greatly appreciated. So, from the article, quote, Local media also asked about the challenge of misinformation and false news in the light of the declaration in the Synod of Synodality. Cardinal Brislin said that, that false news and misinformation is very real. He cautioned people to be, quote, very careful which blogs they go on to and which sites they watch as a number of sites have a particular slant or particular ideology they try to promote. He said that some of the things written on blogs are, quote, so unchristian, no matter which side they are coming from, whether it is left or right. He encouraged people to find online news and information sources that reflect a balanced view. Cardinal Brislin cautioned about media who insist on polarizing opinions evocatively. People who start calling the Pope the Antichrist or the Devil Incarnate should not be given attention, he said. Leave them behind. Also from the other side, he said, where people might say that Pope Benedict was the Antichrist or something. Get away from those sites and blogs. End quote. Do you see what he's doing here? He's saying that essentially his position is the moderate one. But it's not the moderate one. Because you're still implementing something that is an endorsement of the church on sins that cry out to heaven for justice. And the church cannot bless sin. The church cannot bless sin. How many times does that need to be repeated? The truly loving and charitable thing to do for those in that situation is to teach them the truth, to tell them the truth so that they may save their souls. As for the rest of us too, the, the, is, the truth is what, we're, what we need, not this complacency in the face of sin. But you notice something here with this article? I mentioned a few days ago that the German bishops were taking Catholic social media influencers to task. This is the second time in a week that I can report bishops are warning their flock against social media personalities. It's almost like a memo went out from Rome or something that they need to start folding into their conversations warnings against social media influence. So I'm curious, have you seen your bishop warn people against watching YouTubers or listening to podcasts or reading blogs that they should just stick to authoritative Catholic media sources? Let me know in the comments if you have seen that because I would be very, very interested in knowing if that's something that they're now doing. But I'm curious what you have to say about this. Do you find it sad that the South African bishops are breaking away from the relative orthodoxy of the rest of their brother bishops on the continent and instead taking essentially the hermeneutic of cope position with Francis and Fernandez? I'm curious what you have to say about that. So please let me know in the comments and hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps too. And if you've ever thought about supporting the work of Return to Tradition on Patreon or Subscribestore by hitting that join button below. It does greatly help this channel continue to have these multiple of these messages every single day. And I thank you for your support. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.